Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today, I'm coming at you with an interview that I did earlier this week. I'm super excited to share it with you. Today, I'm talking to Jessica Battle. She is someone who I connected with through Instagram, and she actually reached out because she was a listener of the podcast. She was newer to the world of manifestation, but what I really wanted to have Jessica on for was just the fact that she'd created a lot of results for herself in her life through mindset principles, through manifestation. Manifestation. And most of that was very unconsciously, really without realizing it. So today I talked to Jessica about how she not only used her mindset shifts or created mindset shifts in her life that allowed her to lose weight, keep it off, live just a much happier, more fulfilled life, but also to grow an organic Instagram audience of over 200,000 people who are following along her journey, who are engaging with her content, which is just very authentic. It's very real. She's you know really showing up as herself, and that has been her biggest tool in terms of actually growing an audience. She's written a book. She is on the track to becoming a full-time entrepreneur and business owner. But what I really loved about this interview was just Jessica's approach to everything that she you know, now uses her spirituality and her uh, sort of mindset routines for in regards to how she sees her life going. She's not trying to force anything. She's very much just allowing it to unfold however the universe wants it to, however you know best suits her and the people who she is meant to serve. And I really love this way of you know going about your business business. And it's certainly something that I had to learn for myself because in the beginning, I really, really wanted things. I really wanted to work overtime to manifest faster. So when I meet someone and talk to someone like Jessica, who's just allowing the process to unfold and then being able to see, you know, what they've created as a result and having a lot of happiness and peace of mind around that process, I just find it really refreshing. It's, you know, much more of the trust factor. It's living in the flow. It's living in a state of allowing. And I think that that's something that we can all probably work to towards achieving more of in our lives. And the amazing thing is, is what happens as a result of not needing anything to go a certain way in your business, right? So I loved this episode with Jessica. I just love her whole approach to everything that she does and just how she shows up for people. She really is the real deal. I will link her Instagram down below if you want to give her a follow. I think that she's up to big things. And so without further ado, here's my interview with Jessica Battle. Welcome to the Aligned Entrepreneur Podcast, where hustle is out and alignment is in. I'm your host, Lauren Saunders. I'm a mindset and marketing coach for the modern entrepreneur, and I'm here to share with you how to grow your business from the inside out. You can achieve even your biggest business goals quickly by learning to align your thoughts, actions, and energy with that which you wish to see manifest. There's literally nothing you cannot do, be, have, or achieve, and it's just a matter of changing your thoughts in order to change your life. So let's get started. Okay, welcome to the podcast, Jessica. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you, Lauren. I'm really excited yeah. to be here. Thank you so much for being on. And um, I've done like a little bit of an intro telling people, you know, who you are, what you're up to in the world. But I would love cool. to hear it from you in terms of what you do as an influencer and entrepreneur and just a little bit about yourself. Sure. So my name is Jessica and I'm most known for the Instagram account, join Jessica XO. And that has been kind of a diary for me over the mm -hmm. past several years, uh, documenting my weight loss journey. I've lost mm -hmm. over a hundred pounds twice. Oh, wow. In, yeah. In my twice. life. Yeah. Twice. Okay. Um, <laughs> we always I'm, have to learn the first time. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, that's, yeah. that's kind of how I ended up where I am now because yep. I didn't really learn the first time. Right. I just kind of thought it was going to be, you know, 
just do it right. and then it's done. But that's right. not really the way it works. It really so. is a mindset shift, right? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. and that's everything. So that's everything. kind of where I am now, trying to help inspire other people to work on the mindset piece and learning that you can get healthy, but um, working out and eating right isn't really going to get you anywhere until you kind of make that yes. mental shift. So. Yeah. Could you share a little bit about what that has looked like for you? Because I've like written an entire book on the mental shift of yeah. weight loss, um, yeah. but I know that everyone else's story who's had a similar shift is different and the same at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'd love to hear what that looked like for you. Sure. So I had struggled with my weight for my entire life. I was overweight from I mean, as long as I can remember, I was always the bigger girl in school. Mm-hmm. And after I graduated high school, I just, I moved out on my own and I just really quickly packed on the pounds. And by the time I was like 20 years old, I was almost 300 pounds. I was about 280 mm-hmm. pounds and I was really unhappy in my life. So I decided to make some changes and work on losing weight. So I cut down my calories and I worked out and I thought, this is going to be a short-term sacrifice and I'm going to lose the weight. And once the weight is off, then my life goes, you know, back to normal. Right. And so I successfully lost a hundred pounds in my early twenties. And when I got to a place where I was comfortable, I kind of did exactly that and went back to living the way I had been before. It started, you know, one weekly trip through the drive-thru and then it's five weekly trips through the drive-thru and then I'm finding myself there every day and I'm not working out anymore because I didn't do any mental work. I didn't, I didn't try and figure out like what is actually going on with me. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. why am I turning to food for comfort? Why am I so just content and being lazy and laying on the couch all the time and doing nothing with my life? (laughs) Right. So over the next few years, I put on all the weight and some, and, um, I was around 25 and I found myself back up near 300 pounds and, Mm -hmm. I was just kind of like, there There has to be a way for me yes. to successfully lose weight and sustain this because I don't want to live the rest of my life battling mm-hmm. with myself. Yes. So Yeah. And yeah. having so much like guilt around just enjoying uh, your life, right? Yeah. Like your day to day. Yeah. You have no peace of mind around anything. No. And it's crazy that I lived that way <clears throat> for so long because now I can't imagine like, just being content and not wanting to grow and not wanting to improve. But right. when, when that's all you know is to just kind of be sedentary and like complacent in life, it's really easy mm-hmm. to get stuck in that rut. And it's not until you like feel better and know that there's more for yourself that you really can strive to continue to want that. Absolutely. And it becomes like you can't live any other way. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like if exactly. you were to just go back to like, I'll just like not even about the weight, but just in regards to how much you've now committed yourself to self-development. Right. You can't just like you take three days off of it and you're like, I'm so bored. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Or like you can so quickly, I find myself even on the weekends, not really devoting myself to my yeah. personal development the way that I should. And then come like Sunday evening, I'm like, wow, like my mind is like screwed up because I right. haven't been like focusing yes. on my normal practices. And it's so important. And it's hard when, you, when you've when you never done it for yourself. You kind of think it's like woo-woo or you might think it's bullshit. Totally. But I totally was that person. I, I was too. <laughs> and I fought it for so many years. I was like, this is bullshit. Like I'm fine. I don't need personal development. <laughs> and then when I started doing it, I was like, wow, this is actually like Yeah, no wonder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No wonder everybody's so big on it. So exactly. what was the shift that happened then? Or how did you kind of stumble, stumble into? Because I often say like your weight, for example, is just a symptom of what's going on inside. In fact, yeah. everything that we have in our lives, every you know result that we produce or don't pr- produce is mm-hmm. just a symptom or a byproduct of 
the thoughts that we're thinking. So how did you, what did that shift look like for you and how did you stumble upon it? Yeah. So after I successfully lost a hundred pounds the second time, I was still really struggling with my relationship with food. And even the second time that I lost weight, I wasn't focusing on my mindset as much as I should have been. So it was still like a restrictive. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was restricting and binging like crazy, like, right like really bad binges to the point I felt like super low in my life. And I was like, I'm just going to struggle with this forever. Mm -hmm. And I opened up on my social media about my relationship with food. And I had a couple of people suggest a book to me called brain over binge. And I read the book and her perspective of overcoming binge eating is really learning to work on your habits and changing, you know, the wiring in your brain and creating a new routine for yourself And when I started implementing that with my relationship with food, I was just like, wow, like we are so in control of every single thing that we do and we don't give ourselves enough credit. Like we're constantly like, oh, you know, I am this way for whatever reason. And it gives us an excuse to to give up the power. Absolutely. Yeah. And so when I kind of took that power back in, in relation to my food, I recognized like, I'm so much stronger than I'm giving myself credit for. And I am in control of everything that's going on in my head. And I have to, yeah, I have to stop letting these outside influences change the way that I'm thinking about myself, change the way that I'm living my life, change how I'm showing up for myself. It's all about me. And recognizing that I'm in control of that relationship was just kind of like, life-changing for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I just want to like say, I hope you acknowledge yourself for just because that like, it's so much more than just like, I'm in charge of my life. It's stepping out of the victim mode, which is how we've like literally been brought up to think and Mm -hmm. feel about our lives, which is that we don't have very much control that it's all sort of like determined for us. Or it's just so easy to point fingers at our outside circumstances. Absolutely. And so to get out of that victim mode is like something that a lot, a lot of people will never do in their lives, right? Whether they try it or not, because it's too much a part of their identity, identity, when you can't blame everyone and everything else anymore for your life. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's confronting. Yeah. And we tell ourselves these stories. So for so long about who we are and who we're meant to be and And who we're not. Yeah, exactly. And this is all it can be for us. And it's like, we just play the story so long that it becomes our, our true belief about ourselves, And yes. we, we're so capable of breaking that if we can just start to redirect the way we talk to ourselves yes. and change what we're saying. Because if you just keep saying like, I'm a fucking rock star, like I'm yes. capable of everything, <laughs> just keep saying it. And eventually you'll believe that too. So it's like, exactly. yeah, you just well, keep doing it. What I love about this conversation is like, we are relating it to weight, but it can be applied to literally everything, everything, mm-hmm. everything anything yep. that you want in your life, whether that's business, whether that's a relationship, what, like it doesn't matter. It's exactly. all about how you start talking to yourself, right? Yeah. And it's like, once you, for me, it was like, once I recognized I was in control of changing my relationship with food and my lifestyle and my body and how I felt physically, I recognize if I'm strong enough to do this, I'm strong enough to do anything I want for myself. And I'm capable of creating a business and making however much money I want and changing people's lives and having positive impacts. Because once you do one thing, you like, you can keep going off this momentum and being so proud of yourself that you just keep wanting to show up. And that's like the most amazing part. Like I, so a friend of mine and I, like, it's just so perfect that this is coming up. Don't you just love like singing? I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I was talking, I've been talking about this exact topic. I was, I had a call with someone earlier today who's just like really stepping into her own belief. But a friend of mine and I are launching a new community next week. That's literally about this, like 
helping women to step into the belief for themselves to step into like that empower because like when you believe in yourself you don't have to fully believe in yourself but when you step into that power like you can fucking create anything that you want right and it's the woman who believes she can who will who will yeah so whether or not I mean what's interesting like I only I didn't you know I I think it's amazing that you've lost a hundred pounds not once but twice um and I think at my, at my like heaviest versus my thinnest was about 25 to 30 pounds. Mm -hmm. Um, so I've never, you know, lost a whole lot of weight in regards to what you've done or in comparison, but, but I know like for me, the losing weight was where the mindset shift happened for me was like changing my mindset around my body and my food had like this ripple effect around everything. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, uh, and I started a YouTube channel, which grew an audience and then that led into more online pursuits. So that's what I'd like to talk to you about, um, yeah. next. And actually maybe let's just wrap up. Um, like what would you say is sort of your mindset practice around weight loss in particular and in uh, your body? Yeah, sure. So now I have really taken my focus from when I first was getting started, I was so hyper-focused on looking a certain way and being uh-huh. quote unquote skinny. And I have really worked to step away from caring so much about how I look and uh-huh. focusing a hundred percent of my energy on how I feel on a day-to-day Amazing. basis. Like, yeah. am I getting the sleep I need? Am I drinking water? Am I eating foods that make my body feel good? Am I working out because it makes me feel good mentally, physically, because at the end of the day, like we're all going to get old and all of our skin is going to sag and we're all going to be gray and you can't fight it anyway. Yeah. Right. Like there's nothing we can do inevitably. Like we're all going to look like shit one day. So (laughs) it's like, just do the best you can like for yourself physically and mentally. And the rest will play out. If you just show up and take care of yourself, your body will get where it's meant to be. And that doesn't have to be like a size two or a size four for everybody. Stop putting yourself into this box that you need to look like everybody else. You just need to feel good and be confident in yourself. And all that really takes is like showing up in your life. Yes. And, and owning, I think what you like, because what I'm hearing from you is like, self-love in regards to, um, just yourself as a, as an individual, yeah. right? Like not mm-hmm. putting yourself in that box instead saying this is no. my body and it's yeah. perfect as it is. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, because we're not all meant to look the same I know, and we're not all <laughs> built to have a Kardashian body. Like that's just not the way we're all supposed to look. So and why and, would in you, reality, yeah, it's, it's not even real. Like so much of what women are comparing themselves to yes. on TV and on social media, especially it's just not even real. So. Well, and I, I think there's this other side to it as well, which I've been talking about lately in regards to business, which is that when you get to where you think you need to be in order to be happy, there's still something missing, right? Because you didn't, you didn't, you didn't get happy along the way. So like right. what I'm hearing from you is like some days, you know, I'm a few pounds less other days. I'm like, I'm not always perfect, but I get to yeah. be happy now, regardless, regardless, you get to yeah. enjoy the journey and the destination. Otherwise like people could become the Kardashian and still yeah. be like, and Why still be miserable. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You'll be so fighting. Think, yeah. You'll be fighting your whole life to yes. for happiness. If you're just like, cannot live in the moment now, like there's always going to be something greater. There's always going to yes. be, I think you say this, like the dangling carrot that's the, always there yeah. for us to chase. Right. But like, exactly. if you're not living your life now to the fullest and being happy in the moment, like you're literally wasting your life. And that's the exactly. Thing. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, so 
Yeah, you've uh, grown quite an audience for yourself. And I love that you use the yeah. word diary because it's yeah. really just been about sharing your story, right? Yeah, 100%. So it never, how, did, yeah. how did that sort of unfold? No, go ahead. Yeah, so um, I had initially started sharing my weight loss journey after I lost about 60 or 70 pounds. I didn't even know that people were posting things like this on social media. Right. It was right around the time that Instagram had come out. And I had a Facebook like business page where people were following my weight loss a little bit. And um, some people were like, oh, you should get on Instagram. Like it's, it's a lot more fun. You can interact with people better. So I decided to start documenting my journey on Instagram and mm-hmm. it just kind of like grew organically, I think, because I was always um, really just raw and honest about the struggles. And I was never the person yes. to just like pretend that this is easy and be like, oh guys, like it's fun to work out every day. I would be like, damn, <laughs> this friggin' sucks, but I'm getting up and yeah. I'm doing it anyway. And people found it relatable. So it just kind of organically grew over the years and it's been really nice to be an inspiration to people. And I mean, they inspire me too, to show up on days where I really don't feel like it. So it's really been great for me. Well, and I think, um, again, like it probably came, it sounds like it came fairly naturally to you to just show up and be yourself. Yeah. Whereas even just getting to that point has been like, for me, um, it's not like I'm not myself. It's that I, for a very long time, sort of like hid pieces that I didn't think people were interested in or like, especially as like a business coach wanting Mm -hmm. to, you know, sort of make it sound like I'm super successful all the time, which just is not the case. Right. (laughs) Right. So I think like the thing that has had you be successful in connecting with people and growing this organic audience is that you give yourself permission to be more than enough, just as you are, which is a lot like yeah a lot for a lot of people to get their heads around in terms of how to do that because we're so stuck in like not good enough right or people won't like me or I need to you know have the perfect photos and blah 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 when in reality all they're really looking for is people to connect with yeah exactly I do think that too it's a little bit different when you are creating a platform with business in mind yes. to show yeah. up because you have this like unsaid pressure on yourself because you're trying to build something. Whereas for me, it just happened organically because I didn't have, I never thought I would make a penny from Instagram. That was never like, I never wanted to be a brand influencer. I never wanted to like help coach people. I never thought I would write a book. Those were all things that just happened as I grew. But when you start from a place of like wanting to help others or build a business, there's just like this unsaid pressure on your shoulders to be different than totally. you maybe want to be or show up in a way that's not necessarily completely authentic. Right. And, and to try and figure out how you should, right. how you should, what you should say rather than just like saying what you want to say. Exactly. And it is interesting because I've watched people who had an organic audience that they had literally just built for fun. Even mm-hmm. for me, like I hadn't been active on YouTube in like over a year when I started coaching, it just wasn't aligned with me anymore. But my first, um, I think three or more coaching clients came from my existing YouTube audience, which I was able to grow just because it was like, I don't know, fun. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And they were connecting with you just for who you were as a person. There was no like business intent behind it, but they just connected with you. Yeah. And I think like, even for people who are listening to this and they've already got a business and they're working on building an audience, it's not to say that you can't just show up authentically. It's that like, so for me, when I share some of the things that I have or am struggling with, I'm also 
also sharing like the lesson that has come out of it, right? So it's not like I'm showing up being like, oh my God, I'm just a failure. I'll show up and say like, I have gone through long periods of time where I felt like a failure and here's why, or here's how I overcame it, or here's what was on the other end or like whatever, right? So exactly. Yeah. So finding and a that's way, why, yeah. that's why I really loved like listening to your podcast. And when I found it, I seriously binged it in like a few days because you're so, <laughs> Thank you. it's so like nice to watch somebody as they're learning and growing mm-hmm. instead of just looking at somebody who has puts content out. Yeah. Who's already done it. And like, there's so what they're presenting right now, we have no idea what they've been doing for the last five years yes. and how they were showing up then. And it's so easy to compare yourself when they're putting out content that is so like amazing and they have it all together already. And it's like, wow, yes. like, why don't I? Well, and to be honest, like I compared myself to people like that in the beginning of my business. And that was one of my biggest struggles was yeah. like just comparing myself, like thinking that other people it had been easy for Mm -hmm. to build an online business, um, to put themselves out there when in reality, that's not the case. I just hadn't seen it. Right. So when I started my podcast, honestly, I was like barely making any money. (laughs) Um, I had like my first business that was, that was doing well for me, but, uh, my coaching business, like by all accounts was like failing. <laughs> like wow. if you were to look at the numbers in terms of what I was spending and what I was earning, it yeah. changed quickly. But I remember just thinking like, I just want to start now so that when people, you know, a year, two years, three years from now come across my content, they'll be able to go back and listen. Yeah. Um, and hear what you had been through, which I, I think is so amazing. And I really admire it. Well, thank you. Well, you've done the exact same thing, right? Like I know maybe you didn't have the idea to start your audience until you were partway through your journey, but it's still now, like I went back through your um, posts because you've had like um, surgery and things like that. Mm-hmm. And you've yeah. been very open about sharing that. Yeah, absolutely. Which, like, I don't know how you get the um, <laughs> the confidence to be that open, which I think like that's where people are, are connecting with though, right? Yeah. Because they just want yeah. real Exactly. They don't, they want somebody that they can relate to and somebody that feels normal and someone that doesn't have it all together and doesn't look perfect. And they want that because it makes them feel like, Hey, if she can do it, I can do it too. Exactly. Yeah. And so like people that are listening that are in the process of building their business, like I think the main thing is, or building their audience rather, but Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people listening to this are business owners. I think the main thing is to stop telling yourself that where you're at right now is not good enough or that you can't start now with, you know, a podcast or whatever, because for a while I told myself like, I'll start a podcast podcast once I'm making X number of dollars a month. Mm-hmm. And I just got to the point where I was like, why would I, but that's, that's acting like the whole thing's act as if. Yeah, <laughs> right? exactly. And, and so, yeah, so many people, they, they treat themselves like their story isn't worth being told yes. or that they're not enough or like, and I even struggle with this now. So I'm in the, in the process of starting my own podcast and amazing. it, it has been like, it's so easy for us to get in our own heads and be like, why do people even care what I have to say? Even though I have an audience of over 200,000 people who care what I'm saying, I'm still like, why do people care? And it's just so easy. We like, we all suffer with like self doubt and negative thoughts. It's just learning to stop them in their tracks and redirect the way you're thinking. Exactly. And that's more of that, like, once I have the audience, then I'll start the podcast because I know there'll be people that want to listen. But you're saying, like, even with the audience, those thoughts still still, exist. Exactly. We're human. (laughs) Yeah. You could easily be like, once I hit 500,000 followers, then I'll start the podcast. Exactly. But you'll still have those limited beliefs. Exactly. 
in my experience, the only thing that has lessened those thoughts of like, do people even care is putting myself out there, starting a podcast or starting Mm -hmm. a channel or whatever, and having it be received and getting feedback from people like you who reach out and are like, I've been listening to your podcast, right? Like, but I wouldn't have known that if I didn't just freaking do it. <laughs> exactly. That's the thing. You just have to do it. Like, yes. don't let that fear stand in the way and just do it because everything I've ever been afraid of and followed through has turned out to be amazing. Yes. And maybe it wasn't like as successful as I had hoped, but I learned something from it and I grew from it. And ultimately for me, that's what life is about learning and growing. So absolutely. Um, so you are transitioning into, what do you do by the way? Because you're still work, working. Yeah, I work full okay. time. I, I love my job. I work at a mm-hmm. law firm. I've been a paralegal for 12 years. And Amazing. I, yeah, I love my job. And that's why it's kind of been like, I call myself more of like a entrepreneur because I do <laughs> do entre- entrepreneur type things, but I don't have an actual business. And I'm really, I've been so passionate over the past like six, seven months to really work on building a business for myself mm-hmm. and helping to inspire women to truly change their lives in ways that are going to be, you know, really impactful. So what does that look like exactly? I know that you've written a book. Yeah. mm -hmm. So So, what is sort of your vision? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't really know. And I'm like trying to be okay with like, just trying to figure it out as I go. I would love to, I've been looking into becoming a life coach because I would really love to work one-on-one with women and help Mm -hmm. them get past their own limiting beliefs and show up in a way that feels good for them and help them, whether it's with weight loss goals, which is where I feel like most people relate to me. Yes. Um, but I don't, I don't really know where it's going to go, but I'm okay with that. I'm just kind of figuring it out as I go. And I so think it's going to become that, something amazing. I well, hope. let me tell you that the more I try and figure it out, the yeah, less those the less ideas, it, works. it doesn't work. Yeah. Like the things in my business that have really worked have been like sudden ideas that mm-hmm. I had no idea were coming to me yeah. where it was like, oh yeah, I should just go and do that. And then I do. But every yeah. time I'm like, okay, what do I want my business to look like in a year from now? Like then yeah. I, I'm trying to figure out the how, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, we can't, I just have learned to let go, let go and let the universe show me what people need from me. And when I get that pull, then I'll do it. And that's why that's how the ebook came along because I just felt like I was being asked and I felt passionate about it. So I did it. And I feel like when it's right, it's right. And I'm not in a financial position where I'm feeling forced to build a business that feels um, not authentic for me. I want everything that I do to feel aligned with who I am and showing up for people in a way that feels good. Yes. Um, I don't know if you've read the book Outrageous Openness by Tasha Silver. Oh, you got to read it. It's exactly what you're describing in terms of just allowing the journey to unfold rather than kind of the hustle, make it happen mentality. Right. Um, Which is often where I have come from because I was like, no, I need this business to be successful ASAP. (laughs) Yeah. It's like Um, the more more we force things in life, it's like the more resistance we get. And it's just like, no, like just relax and let it unfold. And it's going to be like those, um, those like finger traps. Yeah. The harder you you try to get out, you're just stuck. (laughs) Like just let go and it'll loosen up and your fingers will fall out. That's that's literally it. Like there, you don't even need the book. No, it's actually a great book. Like describing like how we all do have a purpose, but we can't, we don't have access to it when we're trying to figure it out for ourselves rather than allowing the ideas to come to us. Uh, And also like with the way that you're approaching the, you know, the building of what will be a business for you in the future, you get to really enjoy the process. 
Right. Exactly. Exactly. And just kind of finding like, what do people need from me? What do they want from me? And how do I feel best equipped to show up for them and and truly help them? Because I don't want to build a business that it doesn't have to be massively successful immediately, but I don't want to build something that's not going to impact people. That for me, like wanting to help people is what's most important. And I want it to, I want to do it in a way that's actually going to be helpful. Yes, absolutely. Well, and I, I know from personal experience that when you come from that energy of like, I have this thing to offer people and I know that I bring so much to the table and I know that they're looking for it. Like you just really can't go wrong with that kind of belief and having the belief that you're also the person for the job. Exactly. Exactly. Rather than just trying to figure out how to make money and like following a like quote unquote proven marketing strategy. But if you don't have the right energy behind it, like people don't receive it. <laughs> right. A hundred percent. They're not going to trust in you. If you, if you don't truly no. believe in yourself and what you have to give, they're not going to trust in you to provide for them. Exactly. Exactly. Or they're just yeah. not going to feel compelled. Like it's not even to say that you don't have good intentions, but it really is about like expressing your unique gifts that you have for the world is like, exactly. as that kind of sounds. No, it's so true. Yeah. Um, so. Because a lot of people, you know, listening to this are looking to build audiences for themselves, regardless of what that is. I don't know if you have any, like you've talked about just sharing authentically your journey, but has there been anything that you've sort of done strategically or have you really just allowed it to grow? However I, it's going to. Yeah, I have really just allowed it to grow the way yeah. that it's wanted to. And I think for me, what has really helped is just being so vulnerable and not being afraid to, I mean, I get on my stories, which it's, it's crazy how much I've tried to step out of my comfort zone for so many years running my Instagram. I only posted pictures with captions. I never got onto my stories and talked. I never posted videos of me talking because I was scared and I don't like public speaking. I'm very much an introvert and I, I was so nervous about it, but I started showing up in a way that was super vulnerable. And now like I will get on my Instagram stories and cry over things like right. family relationships and like struggles with eating and relationship things. And I'm just really not afraid to be who I am as a person, whether that's liked and accepted by everybody or not. I understand that I'm not for everybody, but that's okay because the people that need me will find me. And yes. that's what matters. And the thing is like, you don't need a a following of 100,000 people or 500,000 no. people to be successful. There are millionaires out there who are making huge impacts in people's yes. lives with yeah. like 5,000 followers because it's Literally. not the, it's not the quantity, it's the quality. And if you're making true connections with people, yes. they're they're going to buy what you're selling and that's the bottom line. It absolutely absolutely and like people really are looking for that authenticity and that connection and like just yeah. people to relate to. They don't even right. care so much about like your photos being perfect. No, um, not at all. But they want them like, to not be perfect because yeah, then they, exactly. feel, they feel like they can relate to you. And that's all people <laughs> want is to feel like you're a friend to them and someone they can trust in and look to and be inspired by. And and that's what people and from from my perspective, that's what people want. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And and to look at like, you know, an Instagram account like yours and think like like she's not doing anything that I couldn't do. Exactly. Right. Not, yeah. There's nothing. Spe- and I will, I will say that I'm, I'm special and I'm unique, but there's nothing that I have within me that every other person in the world doesn't have. Like you just have to have that belief that you are just as worthy and deserving yeah. of success as anybody else. And that's like my mantra for my life. So. Yeah, exactly. And I guess what I mean by that is like, 
you don't have, you know, like fancy photo shoots happening no. all the time. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I did some traveling and I had some photos taken and stuff like that. I'm like very visual and I really like that side of Instagram. Yeah. But I also like the people that I'm like most engaged with on Instagram don't like, they're just like, they're taking selfies or they're like posting pictures of their food or like, it's just yeah. the people that I feel like if I met them in real life, we'd like vibe. Be right? friends. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's literally yeah. it. Um, <clears throat> So, uh, actually one of the things that I wanted to talk to you when we first connected, cause this was like maybe six weeks ago or so, mm-hmm. I don't know how you found my podcast. I, I found your know. podcast. So I follow, um, Catherine manifestation babe. Uh-huh. And, um, although I've been inspired by her, I go through ebbs and flows and it's like no shade at all, yeah. but yeah, yeah. I just no, feel I, like, I get she, it. yeah, she's in a place where she, she did have massive success, which seems to have kind of happened overnight. And like, we don't uh-huh. know really what's been happening in the past decade for her, but she um, does talk about how it took her eight years of like trying and failing at other yeah. pursuits. So, yeah, but yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I followed her and then she had her uh, Bali retreat and um, somehow I happened on Tara who you just yeah. had on your podcast and she had shared, I saw that she was following me. So oh. we connected a little bit and then she, I think, had shared one of your podcast episodes in her stories. And I was like, oh, well, I like Vibe with Tara. So if she likes her, I'll probably right. like her. So <laughs> I went on and listened to your podcast. And I just, I felt compelled to reach out to you because I was really just inspired by the content that you were sharing. And I really appreciated it and wanted to let you know that. Well, thank you. I so yeah. that makes, it just makes all the difference because like, you know, like we can get into our own worlds where we don't really think anybody's listening. Right. Like, especially with something like a podcast, because it's not like, like I have to really work hard to like even read the comments that people have left. Like you have to like mm-hmm. sign into different iTunes, um, stores in terms of countries to read the, like it's not, oh, wow. so until people reach out, like it's easy to forget that like people are even people listening. People are listening. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it has been something that I've just allowed to grow over the last year. Like I share it on my Instagram and then other people sometimes share it for me, which is awesome. And, um, more recently, obviously like opened myself up to having more people on the podcast, which I love. And it's amazing yeah. to me how quickly I was like, I'd like to have some people to interview. And suddenly there was like 10 amazing people lined up. And I yeah. remember, I reached out to you because we've been talking. I reached out to you and, and mm-hmm. said, I don't know if you'd be interested in being on the podcast. And you were like, yeah. I was just, li- yeah, what happened? Yeah. I, I had just listened to an episode, the, the first yeah. episode that you talked about having guests on. And I was like, oh, I wonder if she would want to talk to me. <laughs> I'm like messaging you. And then you. I was driving to work. Yeah. And you sent me a message. And I was like, wow, the universe is just crazy. <laughs> and that, that's just like little signs like that. Like yes. people think it's like woo woo, but I'm like, that to me you is can't just like reinforcement. No, that yes. I'm like on my right path and yeah. everything is happening the way it's meant to. So, yeah. So when we first connected, we talked about, because you said that you were newer to getting into manifestation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But, cl- but clearly you've been making the connection between your mindset and your outside circumstances. And also you've been producing results for yourself yeah. in life, right? Like you were never yeah. like, I'm going to manifest a big following on Instagram. <laughs> no. So I, like, right? I didn't even really know like what manifestation or like law of attraction or though, like I was clueless to that yep. world. And one of my good girlfriends is she's like super into crystals and she's like huge into angel numbers and manifestation. And I was just like, wow, like everything that I'm doing and believing and working on, like is all of these things. So let me like start learning about them. So then I like go crazy, just like listening to YouTube videos and listening to like Esther Hicks and all these things on law of attraction. And I'm like, wow, like this is how I live my life. Like this is me. So I guess this is just a space that I'm meant to be like in right now and learning all that I can. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so that was sort of my experience was like, I was not into any of it for 
ever. Like I had friends that talked about manifestation. I didn't get it. I even watched like The Secret and stuff. I was like, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like just like went right over my head. I yeah. even read um, – I'd read You Are a Badass and like recommended yeah. it mm-hmm. to people. But like I was – now I'm like, what did I even get from that? Like yeah. I <laughs> – I know. I, was like, yeah, I read, I read that great. book like two years ago and it just right. – like, I was like, okay, that was fine, but it wasn't like a big deal to me. But over the past like several months, I've just been super into getting all that I can. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that that's where people start to really pay attention is they start to see where it's already been at play in their life, right? Like you start Mm -hmm. to understand the process of manifesting more in your life and then you go, oh, I've already done this. Yeah. Like, I, well, I think it's like really easy when you hear about a concept that's like brand new to you to try and force yourself to feel uh-huh. a way because like, oh, I want to manifest something. But like you haven't been putting those pieces to practice in your life. You, you can't just like force things to happen for you overnight just no. because like, oh, manifestation is as a thing. I'm going to start manifesting everything. Like that's <laughs> not really the way that it works. But it's yes. easy when a concept is new to you to just think like, oh, okay, I can do this now. But you really have to apply practices to your life for an extended period of time for things to kind of play out. Like nothing happens overnight. No, not at all. And I think that that's sort of a, um, something that is sold to people. Like, you know, you can just manifest whatever you want and it really is, it's like a muscle, right? It's like going to the gym. Um, so what would you say has changed for you since you sort of became more of a conscious creator, if you will, versus when you weren't? Uh, I would say that I have just found a ton of like growth within myself and being able to really have 100% control over my thoughts, which doesn't mean that I don't have negative thoughts about myself or I don't have bad days or even like a bad couple of days, but recognizing that like my mind is mine and it's a muscle that I'm in control of. And it's like my tool that is going to lead me to live the life that I want for myself. Right. That's been like the most life changing thing because you can't control like your outside, like you can't control external resources. You can't control what's going to happen around you. You can only control like how you show up for yourself and how you work on yourself. And being able to do that lets you see like, all of the amazing things in life rather than like focusing on the negatives. Cause like bad stuff is going to happen, but you have to learn yeah. to like just deal with it and be okay with yourself. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I think that what you're getting at there is just always working on becoming more self-aware. Yeah. A hundred percent because it's everything. Like it's, it's, it's everything. everything. Yeah, exactly. And it's not always easy, but again, I think there's this like, mismanaged or misunderstood message in the manifestation world, which is like, don't think negative thought. (laughs) It's not possible. Like it's not possible. Like we're human. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And so, and so instead just becoming more self-aware and and just Mm -hmm. being like, okay, the negative thought is there. Is there something behind it? Or am I just like, like these days, like I'll have a crappy day for whatever reason. And I'll just be okay with that. Like, yeah. Stop expecting yourself to be like, showing up a thousand percent every day. Like that's not realistic. It's just, yes, you're allowed to have a bad day. Like you're allowed to be emotional. You're allowed to feel like shit sometimes, but recognize that life goes on and don't live in that place because it's not going to, it's not going to do anything positive for you. Yeah. I read a book maybe like almost a year ago that I just loved the way he phrased it or, or his like take on the idea of changing negative thought. And he talked about how we live in this world where everyone's trying to feel less bad, thought, less bad negative emotion and more positive emotion, right? Like that's mm-hmm. what the whole world is trying to do. Like, let's get the stuff so that we feel happier or let's go to 
you know, the meditation retreat so that we feel happier. Let's do this so that we don't feel sad anymore. And and it's not that there's no merit in that. It's that it's not a battle you're ever going to completely win. Right. Yes, you can definitely get happier, but you can never just completely get rid of all negative thought in your life. And why would you want to? So exactly. Instead, I think you may have shared that book. I think, oh, I, yeah, I, I think have. you may have, because it's then I called, listened to a podcast he was on and he was oh, talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. like, yeah. um, how you tie emotions, like things like you tie your yes. emotions to things in life. But like when you watch a movie, you're not yes, like having exactly. those feelings when you watch <laughs> the movie. And I loved that. I was like, that is so true. Yeah. So for people, I'm so glad that you <laughs> listened to that episode. Cause I, I, I told you, before. I listened to all of yeah. them. I've been obsessed with you. I'm like your little fangirl over here. <laughs> uh, um, well, it's funny because I watch your stuff too. So I was like, oh my God, I'm having Jessica on the podcast. This is so fun. Um, but for those of you who didn't catch that episode, because I don't even remember what it was, but it's called The Ultimate Key to Happiness. And yeah. he was on an episode of the Mind Your Business podcast, which yeah. I actually think like you just need to listen to that episode and you'll get the concept of the book. Yeah. But, and then I downloaded, uh, they offered the free PDF down. So you can oh, download right. the book for that's free. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So right. I did that. And I haven't read it yet. Essentially, so. the idea is like not to try and get rid of the negative emotion, but just to, to change the meaning that you give it. So rather Mm -hmm. than like, I feel anxious today, this is bad. Just Mm -hmm. saying, I feel anxious today. And then he made the metaphor of when you're watching a movie, like a scary movie, you're feeling anxious, but there's no story behind Mm -hmm. that emotion. In fact, you're watching a scary movie or a scary show because of the emotion that it evokes in you. And like, you actually love a, a movie or a show based on yeah. the way it makes you feel. And if you watched yeah. a movie that was just happy the whole time, like that would be the most boring movie in the world. Right, so exactly. we actually really want to experience our lives through these emotions, both negative and positive and where our power really lives to uh, lies to actually live a happier life is to not attach the story to the negative emotion. Yeah. I loved it. I loved that yeah. metaphor so much I was, because it's so true. It's so true. We create these stories in our mind and we worry about these things that never even end up happening. <laughs> and like it robs us of so much and then yeah, yeah and we're just fighting this like never end. and even if you could win the battle of never trying or like of trying to never be sad or anxious or stressed anymore like you wouldn't really enjoy the times when you don't feel those things because it would exactly. just be normal yeah. like and and I had this experience of like when I first went full-time working for myself from home it, it was great and I would never give it up like it just really suits me but suddenly being at home all the time didn't feel as good as it felt when I didn't always get to be at home because I had to go to work exactly exactly <laughs> right so yeah 100%. Um, yeah anyway so I guess I'm just hearing from you like becoming more of a, a conscious manifester or just being more aware of it consciously has just encouraged you or inspired you to become more self-aware. Yeah, absolutely. And and for me, self-awareness allows me to give back in a way that's even more authentic and right. help other people overcome. Because for so many years, yes. I lived in a place where I wasn't self-aware and I played the victim role for most of my life. And recognizing right. my own power just makes me feel really passionate to help others overcome their own limiting beliefs and their own stories and bullshit excuses that they're feeding themselves to not show up in a way that makes them feel good. Right. Well, and I think that you can help facilitate that like shift in other people because you have done it yourself. Yeah, exactly. And because I, for so long thought that like personal development and growing your mind and learning was like bullshit. I was like, this is stupid. Like I don't need this. (laughs) Yeah. Like I have that same thing now where like 
I'll be talking to someone about, you know, the fact that their thoughts attract. And I totally understand what it feels like to think that it's total bullshit. Like I've yeah. been there, I get it. And <laughs> so like if if I can wake up to like this whole world of possibility and just a very different way and happier way in my experience of living life, like I used to kind of just feel like everything was sort of meaningless. <laughs> right. Yeah. Not in like a depressing way, but just in like a what it is. It is what it point. is. Like yeah. yeah. Ex- like exactly. life is what it is and it's out- what's happening is out of my control and that's just like right. such crap right instead of now being a bit like very connected and finding mm-hmm. meaning in things right like me reaching out to you on Instagram yeah exactly um, and just I don't know just feeling so like so much love and support in a moment like that in these synchronicities that show up in our lives and like it's just such a richer experience yeah to be I completely honest agree. Yeah. yeah I agree and isn't like we're, we're only here for a certain amount of time like nobody's yes. getting out alive don't you want to make the most <laughs> out of your days like absolutely it just, yeah it makes me sad when people just are living in a place of being so complacent and like not caring to show up for themselves because like this is our only life and you can feel yes. so so good but it requires you to put in some effort to learn how good you can feel and then you'll be like massively inspired to continue to work to feel that good Absolutely. And the growth that you'll incur just through going down that path, it becomes mm-hmm. something that's like so rich, like the learning. Yeah. And right? you impact other people. Like yes. I never thought like changing my life was going to impact other people. But if we could Clearly. all just like, yeah, if we just could all just like take care of ourselves and have a positive impact on one another, imagine like how much happier oh, yeah. we would be as a society. Well, this is why I think like, coming back to where we started with this, which was just learning to believe in yourself and then saying, Hey, if I can do this, what else can I do? It's like, if every person, I think like, especially women, just because most of this audience is women, but I mean, people in general, but if, if every woman could, you know, start arguing for her, what she's capable of instead of her uh, limitations, Mm -hmm. you know, like start nurturing like that inner cheerleader over the inner bully. Yeah. (laughs) Like, just like the whole, it would just be this ripple effect throughout the world. And like, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, especially as women, we have so many people already trying to limit who we are and what we can do and get us to shut up and sit down. And like, if we could just stand up for who we are and what we want and impact other women to do the same, I just think it could, it could be really amazing. Well, and like in regards to putting yourself out there online in a very authentic and vulnerable way, which is scary, Mm -hmm. right? Like uh it's so, so scary. You're Mm -hmm. giving other people permission to do that for themselves. And it's almost Mm -hmm. to say like, if you have a desire to put more of yourself out there, but you're holding yourself back, like you really are ripping off other people who are meant to be inspired Mm -hmm. by what you're doing. Right. So it's about so much more than you and like what Mm -hmm. your goals are. Like, I really like to look at it that way when I'm like promoting a program or something, I build programs from a place of like, I really, really believe in them. And it's my job to get it out there and not give people people the opportunity to be a part of it because they deserve it. And what would they be missing out on if they didn't have that opportunity? Exactly. And you can look at that in anything that you decide to put out there, right? So like, I'm sure that you have had many experiences now where you're aware of the fact that like your journey is not just your journey. Like it's meant to inspire others. Exactly. It's it's inspired thousands of people. And I never thought that just sharing who I am and what I've been through and especially the hard times, like it's scary to share the stuff that's hard and the stuff that feels vulnerable, but that's what people relate to the most because most people, if they're following you, it's because they're struggling, right? Because yes. they're looking for that little piece of like 
inspiration throughout that throughout their day, or they they just want to hear somebody's positive words. So most of the people that are looking to people like us are they're in a place where they maybe don't feel so great about themselves. So they need that from you. Well, and I think in the whole world of social media, like it is so easy to convince yourself that everyone else has it all figured out. Yeah. Right. Just when in reality, true. nobody does, no, but they don't talk absolutely about not. it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, I've watched people build not just audiences, but businesses, like successful mm-hmm. businesses on the fact that they're just like, being real and other people are so like they're they're starving for it to be honest yeah Um, I completely agree and what's interesting from my perspective is um you know for a long time I was really stuck in the mindset of like I have to show up a certain way like my podcast was always very authentic for me I'm not sure why it was like this mindset thing where I just had a smaller audience here than I did on Instagram and like so I, I always showed up very authentically on my podcast but on my Instagram it was like I had this this I don't know, like I wasn't even aware of it for a long time, but this feeling like I had to be perfect or that I had to have it all figured out and be really successful looking and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then I started just opening up a little bit more and sharing like the ways in which it has been hard for me and the ways in which it's still hard for me. And those posts get like way yeah, the, more engagement than anything yeah. else that I've ever done. Yeah, and because so, it's hard for everybody. So they're yes. like, it feels nice to see that it's hard for you. Not not that like misery yes. loves company, but like we want to feel like we can relate. And if it's hard for yes. you, like it's okay then that it's hard for me because you're still doing it. So if you can do it, I can do yes. it. Yes. Well, and like my thing too is like it's hard and I've still built a successful business, right? Exactly. So it yeah. doesn't have to – like I I don't really know what I'm doing. Nobody does. I'm just continuing right. to take action. And yeah, some days it really freaking sucks and that's okay. Yep. So exactly. I think just like – I mean it's, it's uh, very ironic in that a lot of people, what they hold themselves back from is sharing those insecurities. And mm-hmm. what happens when you share the insecurities, the vulnerabilities – people respond in such a, such a way where you start to feel more confident in yourself right. for who you actually are. So, yeah. <laughs> and like, I feel like we, like once you share what's hard, like you can just kind of take this breath of like, okay, yes. like I shared it now and I don't need to expect for it to be easy. Like I said it, it's hard and that's okay. Just show up anyway. Yes, exactly. And uh, I mean, once you give yourself permission to stop trying to be who you think you need to be, especially as a business owner, but anyone that's got any kind of online following, um, like everything becomes easier because you get to start trusting yourself and not second. I mean, I used to write posts and then question them for a day. Mm -hmm. Like, should I put that out there? Like that was exhausting. I was never going to win. I was never going to win in that, in that mindset because there was just too much for me to worry about or doubt. Right. right? And it feels so good when you can just show up as who you are and know that the people who are relating to you are actually relating to who you are, not some like curated like idea of who you want to be that you're putting out. Exactly. Which like you can't ever, like, I, I mean, I think you've only gotten yourself to where you are in terms of your audience because you're just showing up comfortably and confidently as yourself. Like right, anything exactly. else would be unsustainable for you. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, if I'm going to show up every day in a space, like I don't want to be faking it the whole, I'm not going <laughs> to pretend to be somebody else my entire life. Like every day I'm going to spend an hour of my day, like coming up with an alter ego just to share online. Well, like, and I think that it's not necessarily that people are coming. Like for me, I never thought that I was um, you know, not showing up as myself. I just didn't realize how much I was holding back out of this fear of not good enough. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So it's not like I was like trying to pretend to be someone I'm not. It was that I was so like 
in this mindset of like, what should I say and how that I realized mm-hmm. I wasn't being my authentic self, but I didn't, it took me quite a long time to figure that out. Right. So right. Like, there might be people listening to this who like, don't necessarily even know that they're not really being their authentic self out of fear. Out of fear. Yeah. Right. The fear will hold us back for the rest of our lives if we allow it. To. Exactly. Just gotta, you just have to learn to take that like leap. And that's why I love Mel Robbins, like her five second rule. Like yes, I feel like it yeah. applies to so many things. So and, like much. not just like getting out of bed in the morning, but like if you have that like urge or that desire or that like on your heart to do something like just do it like don't give Countdown yourself the opportunity <laughs> yeah don't give yourself the opportunity to talk yourself out of it because we'll all do it every single absolutely. time absolutely yeah yes um so just kind of wrapping up here but where do you kind of now that you're you know savvy to the world of manifestation I'm sure you've mm-hmm. got visual like I love everything you've said about just being really happy and present with where you are um I don't think that we hear enough of that I think it's so much of like I can't wait until I'm over there yeah <laughs> um but I'm sure that you do have um ideas and visualizations of what you'd yeah. like to create for the future yeah I mean I would lo- I would love to have a business that I'm able to work closely I don't know if it would be necessarily in a one-on-one setting or in a group uh-huh. type setting with women just to really, I think the the place for me that I feel strongest in helping women is overcoming issues around food because I did struggle right. with binge eating for so long. And it's something that I overcame without professional help, just by learning on working on my habits and yes. creating new routines for myself and using the power of my mind to overcome the things that held me back for so many years. Yes. And I think that really like we, we, it's easy to live in this place where we feel like our struggles are what hold us back. But for me, I feel like the place that I've struggled the most is where I am most passionate about giving back because it's, it's something that I'm so proud of myself for overcoming yes. and, and knowing that it's been a, a huge part of my life for so long, but it doesn't need to hold me back. It can be like what kind of helps me heal other people. Like I healed myself so I can help heal others. Yeah, absolutely. And I I think like the message you have, and it's very similar to Tara, Mm -hmm. um, which I love, like there's just, I just have so, such a long memory of being so unhappy and anxious about food in general. And like, I had, you know, 20, 25 pounds that I wanted to lose when I was younger, but it like every single day, and it's still something I have to continuously work on, but it was just like so freeing to find um, like find a mindset shift that allowed me no longer to, you know, kind of be a prison or sorry, be, uh, what am I trying to say? Be in prison. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, around food. Yeah. yeah. Around food. Yeah. So yeah. Like, there's like a saying I'm trying to yeah. um, So I think that like, there's so many women that are living every day wishing and just not feel. And I feel like a lot of guys don't really, I've tried to have these conversations with guys around like, cause I'm vegan. And for mm-hmm. me, the mindset shift really came when I went vegan. And so when people ask, especially men, like, do you miss not being vegan? And what I say is the thing that like this, the shift that it made on my mindset was worth so much more than what I gave up. And they don't, a lot of them don't get it because they don't understand. I know that there are lots of guys who do struggle with this, but, um, a, a lot of them don't understand like just how, like crappy it is to live your life every single day wishing that you looked differently and like the pressures that are put Mm -hmm. on women to look a certain way and how when you don't you like your whole like you're just not happy period right exactly yeah and I I also know I also know what it's like to be free of that so right um I just I'm so happy to hear like people like you and Tara doing this work helping women to create this mental shift and then like 
you know, move on to things in their life that they are actually here right. to, to uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> life is so much more than obsessing over food. And exactly, I, I can be like, I can say it with such confidence because I've been at the lowest of lows and I'm finally right. at a place where I feel so balanced and so healthy around my relationship with food, which is somewhere I never in a million years thought that I would be. So I know that if I can create that for myself, anybody is capable of creating it for themselves as well. And I just, I feel really passionate about helping women find that balance because it's a miserable place to be in, to live the rest of your life, like fearing food and feeling obsessed around it and constantly worrying about how many calories are in things. And it's just, it's a, it's a prison that we don't deserve to live in for the rest of our lives. Well, and you never get to win either because like you said, even if you lose the weight, well, now you're, you live in fear of food Mm -hmm. and guilt around everything you eat that isn't, you know, a piece of freaking salad for. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Um, And to live like that, just to look a certain way is just the saddest thing because there's so much more going on. And we as women have so much more to offer this world than the way that we look. And it's just so sad to think that so many women put their entire self-worth on their appearance. And it's just, it's not fair. Yes, absolutely. And, and even when you get to that point, as we've said, you're going to be still not going to be happy. Yeah. And I feel like this is where people get really addicted to, you know, I mean, I'm all for like changing, um, whatever it is that you want to change about yourself, but not from a place of like, continuing to, to, well, yeah. And continue to like chase the carrot. Right. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. um, I'm a huge, like, I'm a huge fan of anyone that wants to better themselves for themselves. But I do think mm-hmm. people get into this mindset of like, just one more filler or just right. one more, you know, one bigger size breast or whatever, yep. which like, if that floats your boat, like freaking go for it. But, but let's not pretend like happiness is on the other side of some, yeah. you know, it's unobtainable. Not. You, it's yeah. not, literally. it's not. And when you get there, you're just going to want something more. So you have, you really got to work on what's happening on the inside. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, amazing. I hope that you start a podcast because I feel like I am. This I, is one. I am. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, I'm gonna send everybody over to like hold you accountable to that because uh, <laughs> like this conversation, <laughs> this conversation is is one that more people need and that I don't hear enough of, like the yeah. mindset in regards to weight loss and food and body image. Yeah, um, I agree. And, and it's sad because it's like the diet industry is a slippery slope, and there's so many yes. people promoting it. And there are so many companies taking advantage of people and people aren't learning what it really takes to sustain a healthy body by working on their mind. And that's why I'm, exactly. I'm really passionate about sharing. So I yes, appreciate amazing. you having well, me on. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm really appreciate you being on and I'd love sure. to know where people can connect with you. Yeah, sure. So uh, the place that I show up most is on my Instagram account, which is join underscore Jessica underscore XO. And mm-hmm. I'm on there on my Instagram stories at least five days a week, just doing kind of morning talks, um, just little pep talks to help inspire people to show up in their lives and overcome the hard stuff because it's not easy, but hard doesn't mean impossible. So you just got to show up. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I, I have watched your stories and I like, again, how real they are. Like you, there was one I caught where you were talking about like relationships with your family and things like that. Like, it's just, it's just so real and refreshing because people don't talk about that stuff. I know. Um, so yeah. yeah. Thank you. I appreciate I will, 
I will link your Instagram down below so people listening to this can go and check that out. And I just want to say thank you so much for giving your time and for being on the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. It was great to talk with you. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Thanks so much, Jessica. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.